Oh shit, we don't have a theme song. Oh shit, you're right. What are we gonna do? I don't know. Like, do get do we have time to buy something? No, no. We just we just have to riff. We're gonna Go. just riff, riff it. Oh shit, it's the nostalgic front. A podcast from Patrick and Reem. We like movies, TV, and games. Junk food, juice boxes, forgotten things. Oh wow, that was that was adequate. Yeah, that was like pretty good. Yeah, are we just gonna use it for every episode? I, th- I think we should. I think we have to. Thank you for listening to the Nostalgic Front. I'm Patrick Hasty, and I'm Brandon Reem. How's it going, Brandon? It's going great. I'm excited. I'm, I'm really exci- pumped. I'm excited. You guys hear something? I think it, I think it sounds a little better. Yeah, at least I hope so. We put a little bit, a uh, little bit of money. Yeah, there little, we go. A little fat cash. We went. Or, um, we had ourselves a. What do you call this? A board? Uh, it's a uh, USB mixer. It's a USB mixer. It's a. And we have uh, microphones for everybody Ooh, we now. Do. Uh, Talking into it yeah, right now. Trying to just bring the best sounding. Uh, because the fun size episodes we normally do in my bedroom. Yeah, and right here in the old uh, nostalgic front studios. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. And. Uh, We've been using a snowball mic. It snowball. sounded great. Mm-hmm. I mean, I liked it. Did the, did the trick. Really but, did the trick. Uh, Blue, Blue um, Brand is the yeah. name of the company. Snowball is the model. It's a good mic. I uh-huh. recommend it. If anybody wants to buy it from us, go ahead and not give us a give us a number. <laughs> we'll see what we do. Yeah, yeah. We don't have a Patreon account yet. But, no, uh, not we yet. We do have an eBay account. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, so this is a fun size episode. What, do you, what are we going to talk about today? Um, today we're going to talk about Spider-Man. Oh, we are. But first... Yeah. We have some mail, don't we? Uh-huh. Uh huh. You know the NFers. Sometimes they send we love us our shit. NFers. Uh, a whole you know you're all NF and lot. You're uh, you're uh, you're you're listening. You're tweeting at us. You're writing on our Facebook page. You're Instagram following. Uh, and by the way, do more of that stuff. You know what I mean? Like uh, give us positive iTunes re- re- reviews and shit like that. Yeah, we want to know you're out there. It kind of yeah. validates what we do every weekend. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> it feels like we're just throwing a hot dog through a hallway. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Or parking a bicycle on an airplane hangar. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so today we got it. We got us an envelope. It's a package. It's uh, from a listener. Uh, first class. First class. Not uh, to be confused with X Men. No, no, we're Spider Man today. But, okay. Uh, uh, friend of the show, fan of the show, a real NFR. He's going to be on the show if he hasn't already. Uh, John Bilancini, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. star of the uh, hit podcast. Uh, uh, yeah, I hit it a couple times. You have hit it, yeah. Uh, and you know, we both hit it or quit it. You know, and I'm not, <laughs> I'm going to hit it. Uh, uh, you know Harry Potter, right? Hit it or quit it. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> my brain, my brain was uh, over there at uh, whatever the Hogwarts. There Hogwarts. We go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you're a fucking muggle, uh, and I'm uh, mudblood. So I guess we go I, together. I got Hogwarts. <laughs> oh no! What yeah. happened? Warts all over my hog. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I call him. You know, you moved to New York and you're a single guy, and yeah, you're just banging around every. I call them rod warts whenever I get them because I like to call my cock my rod. You know. Um, <laughs> anyways, well, that's a good way to bring up this gift we got uh, sent to us in the mail. Not to be confused with a gift. Oh, gift. Some people call it, pronounce it gift. We we say gift here on the podcast. Choosy moms choose gifts. Oh, they do. Uh, this is from a, a popular podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I yeah, big fan. Yeah, go ahead and say the name of his podcast. Small screen casualties. Yeah, and you know what? Maybe on an episode in the past, I fucked up and called it TV casualties, uh, which is another fantastic podcast by friend of the show, hey, fan of the show, real in effort. Don't feel bad because when we did that, I said the song TV casualties is by uh, Black Flag, mm. and it's not. It's by the Misfits. Oh uh, boy! Yeah, Black Flag does TV party. Oh, and I just wanted to make sure everybody knew that I was cool and I knew that. Yeah, we're like a real. This is like a real like. Uh, you know, we're just doing corrections on this one. You know, we're really yeah. setting forth. Well, once we're wrong, we're kind of like uh, Sam Beckett. You know, in Quantum Leap on this one, 
but let's let's open up this uh, gift from uh, John. Would you okay. now? Now All we're right. holding the microphones right now, so it's harder for us to. Uh, put mine down. He put his down. I don't know if you can hear him, but uh, it's on his lap right now. It's it's hanging out right near his Hogwarts right now. Um, uh, ooh, now Reem at this point, I'm play by play. He can see what the gift is. Ooh, there's a letter. Here, pass it this way, because remember, you're still not on mic. And yep. All right, here we go. And Patrick's got the letter. Uh, here we go. Brandon and Patrick. Uh, as you know, I love this show, and I wanted to give you something that has a that was a big part of my childhood. Sports cards. I had a small collection at home of ones I had picked from the bigger collection at my parents' house. Sorry, I thought there was a period that there wasn't one. This is this is just me commenting on the letter now. I misread it. Uh, so here is an assortment of Raiders and Cubs cards. I apologize for the single Chiefs card. I hadn't realized I didn't grab more. A real and effort, John. So God damn it, John. Well, let's take a look at there. All right, all right. Bust those fuckers out. And ooh, it's a ooh, lot. We got it's an, an eighty-eight lot. tops. Greg, Greg Maddox ooh, right up top. We got a Greg. We got ooh, oh. Steve Trout. Eighty-seven tops uh, with the wood borders. Wait, let me just say their is, names. I don't think we need to get into the year and the make and the model. Well, some of each people freaking care. Okay. Yeah. Well, when we do a fucking fun size, we got Spider Man. Oh, I got a Lester Hayes yeah, card no, here. Wrong, There's no stick them on it. I don't want to skip through all these fuckers. Uh, Bob Dranier, uh, Jody Davis. Jody. Jody, like Jody Davis, king of, of the, the wild, wild frontier. frontier. Uh, Lee Smith. Ah, Leon Durham, the bull. Ooh, Jamie Moyer. Yeah, I think I went to high school got with her. Got some Dennis Eckersley here. Ooh, Dennis, great, uh, great stash. Uh, thank you so much. Great Are you talking stash. about my stash? No, I'm talking about this stash of cards we have. Oh, we got a great God, stash. I remember all, like, I'm telling you, this 87 yeah. top series is is my jam. And then Raiders, we got Lester Hayes right here. Van McElroy. Uh, ooh. Howie Mandel. Ooh, there Ooh, he is, our boy. Howie Mandel. This goes, cards these Howie Mandel here. goes right in your closet. Howie Mandel, Marcus Allen. Ooh, Marcus Allen. Uh, he was a chief for a long time. Oh, so we'll gross. put that. We'll put that in the chief's Marty pile. Marty Schottenheimer. Marty Schottenheimer. Get that out Dang, of here. Dang, we got we got two chiefs Careful cards here. Careful with that here. Marty Schottenheimer card. Oh, Andre Dawson. Andre Dawson. I had. I'm glad there's a couple in here, but Andre Dawson was my guy. I had like a couple hundred Dawson cards. He'd be yeah. the guy I'd go to like a trade show and then just load. Like I had a book of like. The rookies that yeah. I really cared about, which at the time would have been like a lot of Frank Thomas, Ken yeah, Jr. the big hurt, yeah, yeah, and then uh, and then, and then I'd have another book just. Full Did you ever hear about cubs. when he bought that property? Ooh, Joe Girardi, former. Hold on. Uh, uh, shut up, man. shut up, shut up, shut up. Did you ever hear about that time that Andre Dawson bought that property with that uh, river on it, and they kept calling it a creek? Uh huh. No, I never, it, I never heard about that. He kept calling it Dawson's Creek. Ooh, Schwan Dunstan. Ooh. It, that name took me like 10 years to figure out how to Ooh. say. You want to call it. Oh, and then the, rounding out the bunch at the very bottom, love him or leave him, Frank Lucchesi, the yeah. old manager. Hell yeah. That, that was, was pretty good. That's a pretty good gift. Yeah. You know what we should do? But, we should put those fucking cards in the uh, lunchbox sent to us by Chris and Emily. Well, uh, they'd move around a little bit too much and it'd be uh, a little strenuous on the corners yeah. of the cards. And that's one of the first things people look at mm-hmm. when they're trying to mint. Ooh, do you want to sell those fucking cards for like $100,000 just I right out from under John? Um, yes, I want to. <laughs> if we could sell a handful of common tops for $100,000... Hey, do y'all want a Marcus Allen Raiders card? Because I got one now. Uh, Way thank better you. than a Marcus. Yeah. Thank you so much, John. One uh, of my favorite things uh, that people overlook with cards, though, is like uh, they were so important before the internet. Yeah. Because nothing but stats on the back. Yeah. Which also, um, when they had movie cards, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like you were able to get like Star Wars yeah, cards. Yeah, Star Wars cards. I, I know, have a like, pack of Star Wars cards that my brother gave me for, as a wedding gift. That's yeah. from his original set. He gave me one of the packs as a show of like, hey, look, I'm breaking the set. Uh, you know, C-3PO calls his cock his rod. 
I heard it's goldenrod in color yeah. and in shape. <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh fun story behind that that we talked about on another podcast. I think yeah, it was. Or in a future podcast. Stay tuned for that. Oh boy, who Stay would tu- Oh fuck. Who but would anyways, know? Who would like, know? Those old movie cards, like Star Wars cards before the internet, that's how people got like their facts about all yeah. these movies. Yeah. You know, cuz that they they'd have to put something on the back. You get your facts about movies from the cards, you get your facts about life from Joe and Blair and Miss Garrett and Tootie. Uh, and Tootie? Tootie? Ooh, we doing voices again today? <laughs> Tootie, that's my Mrs. Garrett. Oh, uh, the the NFers want more voices. I, yeah, they're, so we're they're gonna have to banging down the door for more of these voices. Oh, those NFers. Um, well, you know what else the NFers want? They want a fucking fun size episode all about Spider Man. So, Hell uh, yeah. what say we give talk them about some, web content? Oh boy, here it is. What say we give it to them now? First off, you know what I like to do? I like to just read a. A splash of the goddamn Wikipedia page. So here it's we go. It's a good uh, thing to do up top. It is a good thing to do up top. You know what else is a good thing to do up top? High five. Damn it, we're on fucking fire today. Uh, okay, here we go. Uh, Spider-Man is a fictional superhero appearing in American comic books published by Marvel Comics. The character was created by writer-editor Stan Lee and writer-artist Steve Ditko. Ditko, he was a penciler. Yeah. He's uh, a Ditko penciler. You know, I got warts on my Ditko once. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Hogwarts. Yeah. Uh, at first, he first appeared in the anthology comic book Amazing Fantasy number 15 in August of 1962 uh, in the Silver Age of Comics. Lee and Ditko conceived the character as an orphan being raised by his Aunt May and Uncle Ben in New York City, and as a teenager having to deal with the normal struggles of adolescence in addition to those costumed crime fighters, uh, Spider-Man creator gave him super strength and ability, the ability to cling to the most surfaces, shoot webs from his wrists, uh, which he called his web shooters, and react uh, (laughs) dangerously quick. Uh, using something known as spider sense. Yeah. Uh, and it also enabled him to combat his foes. Uh, that's Spider-Man. Spider sense. But so thanks for listening, guys. Remember, if you're oh, not yeah. in <laughs> Check out the movie today, right? Yeah, yeah. It comes out today. It does come out today. Uh, uh, or tomorrow. Well, tonight, probably like, you know, the late night showing. Yeah. Um, they moved them to Thursdays. They did. Remember when The Simpsons used to be on Thursdays and then they moved them to Sundays? What are yeah. we doing? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, you're talking about how uh, Spider-Man debuted an amazing, uh, yeah, number- amazing fantasies number fifteen or yeah. whatever. Uh, that was pretty much the uh, the editor at Marvel throwing Stan Lee a bone, saying because he said nobody would want to watch or read anything about a spider. Yeah, which is like weird. When Stan Lee was like, "Hey, I want to do this superhero. He's a teenager and he's a sp- and he's a spider powers." The editor was like, "Well." Teenagers are sidekicks. They're not superheroes. Yeah. You know, so we're not going to do that. And people don't like spiders, so we're not going to do that. And eventually he was like, well, this is going to be the last issue of Amazing Fantasy anyways, so we'll toss your stupid. Yeah. Because by that time he had already done Fantastic Four and the Hulk. It's funny how they're like, nobody's going to like a spider as a, as a superhero, but they're like, oh, but this big fucking rock, like in the Fantastic Four, it's like, he's he's doing great. Like. It's weird how they, I don't know, I don't know too much about the, well, you know, but. I don't, not too many people have rock phobia. I guess not. Well, I have it all the time. You ever been in, out in Colorado and those fuckers fall on you all the time? Yeah. Uh, they say danger rock everywhere. I've never seen a sign that said danger falling right. spiders. I don't know where I, uh, could you those, imagine? One of those old classic, I don't know whose joke it is, but I'll just paraphrase it. Sure. Steal it. Actually, I'll just steal it anyways. Catch it, me doing it at the mic next week. Ooh. But, uh, they got those signs that say, uh, watch out for, uh, random falling rocks. Or it's like basically saying, danger, random death ahead. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, thanks. I'm going to start telling that joke again. Uh, now, okay, so I'm going to be God, God honest. I'm never, if I'm, if I'm lying, I'm dying on this podcast. Uh, I don't know shit about Spider-Man. I, I, I didn't grow up with comic books. 
uh, when it came to superheroes, I didn't give a fuck about them. Um, so I'm learning with you as we go. You know a little bit more. You're more of a fan. Yeah, yeah. Um, the first thing I thought was interesting was I know that Spider-Man uh, was from Queens, right? And I do. I spent a lot of time in Queens, too much time in Queens. By the way, comics, why don't you fucking book me on your shows in Manhattan and in Brooklyn? Because, I mean, I, I'm up there too much, and it's just yeah, such yeah. a long haul. But uh, I, I'm in Queens a lot, so I wanted to see where the address is. And so uh, he grew up, his house, with Aunt May and Uncle mm-hmm. Ben, the rice maker, was uh, 20 Ingram Street. How far we commute that from here? From right now, we could get there in 52 minutes. If all we had to do is walk to the L, we get on it right there at Wilson. Uh, we take the L all the way to Atlantic Avenue. Then we hop off. We get on the East New York bus, the Man. Hempstead 6764. We take that fucker only one stop. And then we jump right on that big fat E train again. And we get on at Sutphin Boulevard, uh, Archer Avenue, the JFK station. And then we take that fucker four stops to 75th Avenue. And we walk a short 13 minutes. Oh, I would. And we are at. Peter Parker's home. I'd web sling there and be way Oh, faster. yeah. Just <laughs> Remember, yeah. friend of the show, fan of the show, uh, real NF, or Tol McGrain, uh, co- co-host of the fantastic podcast, Let's Ruin Our Childhoods. Um, he used to have that fantastic joke about how shitty it'd yeah. be being Spider-Man in Des Moines. Yeah. Because he'd be like... Uh, he'd be like, all right, I got five buildings to swing around all day. <laughs> Somebody'd be like, Spider-Man, there's an emergency in Beaverdale. Come quickly. He'd be like... And then you'd have to fucking jog. Jogging fucking blows compared to web swinging. (laughs) The joke being that in Des Moines, Iowa, there are not a ton of tall buildings for the web slinger to sling web, you know? Yeah. Uh, they go over that in the new movie. I guess. They do. Spoiler. Oh, alert. oh spoiler. Don't we don't I've, know. We haven't I've seen been, it. Uh, I do a lot of research when it comes mm-hmm. to uh, some of these episodes because it's all on YouTube, and yeah. uh, I like to watch stuff and learn. Learning's my jam. Yeah, learn. You especially are. when you get to learn about Spider-Man. You're always cramming on these fuckers. Muppets. You guys can tell on the normal episodes when we're when at the beginning of the show. I like to say, you know, uh, <laughs> how's, how's it going, Reem? What have you been up to? And it, I just watch you scramble because you don't want to burn any material. You know, yeah, we yeah. save it for the podcast. We did you're one always the other telling day, me. And you were just like, hey, you been up to any old shit lately? And it's like, yeah, I've been watching a ton of Muppets. And Spider Man, and uh, I can't talk about. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. See, yeah. that's the thing. We we really work hard on this fucker. I know it sounds like dog shit half the time, and uh, and maybe some of these guests are really shit in the bed when they're bringing their information to us. But me and me and Reem here, we're trying. At least he is. So, like, what was some of your uh, intro, like uh, introductory Spider Man stuff, um, like uh, that you can remember? Well, I always knew of him. I, I'll tell you that I always knew who Spider Man. He's he's one of those ones. Yeah, yeah. He's but iconic. He's Batman was always list. my guy. Uh, I I always gave a shit about Batman way more. Uh, you know, that's DC. Uh, and also, I had no what. I, maybe we've discussed this on the show before. When I was a kid, I had no fucking idea of the difference between DC, Marvel, any of that stuff. Um, I knew that every once in a while, Batman and Superman dealt with each other, but whatever. Um, but so I just didn't care about Spider Man. I didn't love the cartoon when it was on in the nineties. Um, I don't know why. Maybe because he was like a, a teenager, and I thought he was just kind of dumb. I don't know. Maybe because I was a teenager or about to be a teenager, and yeah, I was well, like, a dork. I don't care. Yeah, Spider Man um, is a dork. That's, and that's one of the best. I don't mean it like that. Well, I just mean Spider Man, but Peter Part. But that's one of the best things about Spider Man is Spider Man works so well because Peter Parker is such a loser. Yeah, he is a big, big fucking loser. Yeah, yeah, and then like he, spot. Yeah, so you know who I loved though, Mary Jane, that babe. Redheader all yeah, day yeah. long, man. She was a she was a sight for sore eyes. I'll tell you that. A lot of babes. There's she no, did. There's no denying. I that. never I never heard of uh, the other one. What's the other one's name? Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard played her later on. I think. Oh yeah, Gwen. 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 Stacey. Gwen Stacy. Never heard of her. That's half of her name is my wife's name. Really? You think her, I would have known uh, about her? Her death is like one of the biggest. Ooh, spoiler. Like uh, 
Yeah, forty year old spoiler. Yeah, but her dad. Oh, I love that movie with Steve Carell. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. I thought uh, I thought that was uh, Bumblebee from the Transformers. He's got a forty year old spoiler. Oh, he does. You're right. You're right. Uh, what about also uh, uh, Bumblebee Tuna? <laughs> Uh, you know, uh, when he lost his voice box in the Transformers mm-hmm. movies, he should have gone in for a Bumblebee tune-up. Oh, he should have, for sure, for sure. Uh, did you ever see Dan in real life? No, but I saw him in a movie once. <laughs> oh, we are on fucking fire on this fun size episode of uh, Spider-Man. Uh, so, okay, so what's your history with Spider-Man? Then? Yeah, I got shit. I got it. Fuck all. I love the movie. I'll tell you well, that. It was one of the first comic books I ever read as mm-hmm. a kid growing up because my brother had the subscription to it. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is pretty much during like the whole like Venom symbiote yeah. storyline going on at the same time. So like I remember that, and that's pretty much where I got in on Spy. Plus, you know, he's just so like... As a kid, he just looks so cool, and you just yeah. know Spider-Man, you know? But it was reading the comic books. He was, like, one of the only comic books that I was able to read continually. Sure. You know? Because I loved comic books growing up, but they weren't cheap. Yeah. You know? And it's hard to talk your parents into buying this thing, and then a month later, getting them to buy it again. You know? It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's know, what I... That's that's the exact argument. Keep, yeah, exactly. That I've said, because... That's I, why I liked the cartoon so much when the cartoon finally came out. Because the, uh, that's the other thing, is the, uh, cartoon, uh, cool fun fact about that, you know who plays the, uh, opening music for it? Um, Joe no. Perry. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that I like whole, that like, motherfucker. That's cool. Joe, wait, Joe Perry from Aerosmith, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a coincidence, because on the, on the Spider-Man soundtrack, the, for the movie, Aerosmith did the song, the... Uh, your friendly neighborhood Spider Man. Oh, they? they cut that's the they covered it on the uh, the, the Ram, Sam Raimi movie. Uh-huh. And I love those Sam pre- Raimi oh, movies. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean that's going to be a healthy chunk of this it's episode. Be a good anyway. chunk of this fucker. But uh, yeah, I watched the '90s cartoon quite a bit, and, and Joe Perry did that. Uh, a lot of cool little facts about the '90s cartoon. Like, uh, I mean, they had a lot of great storylines plucked from the comics. Like, yeah. they did Secret Wars in there, and just a bunch of other stuff. But they changed it just enough. Just uh, enough. Yeah, yeah. And then they had like uh, Electro and Sandman. Sandman, or, Sandman, I liked a lot, but yeah, I, neither of those characters were in the cartoon car- movie or the they neither of those two were in the cartoon show because at the time James Cameron was tooling around with a uh, Spider-Man movie, and those two were off limits because they were going to be the villains in the James Cameron Spider-Man movie that never happened. I have a question now. Now, isn't there a, spy- a Sandman that's also in Batman? Or am I uh, maybe Clayface? Clayface is what that's you're what I'm thinking, thinking about. I'm thinking of Clayface. Yeah, um, I uh, I really enjoyed uh, uh, that just that first movie, the 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 first Sam Raimi movie. What yeah, year yeah. was that? 2001? 2000, uh, 2003. 2000, or no, 2002. No, 2002. 2002. Yeah, right after 9/11. Because the, they had that scene, right? Yeah. Well, the trailers leading up to it, like uh, the trailers that dropped in the middle of the summer, were. Uh, the main part of the trailer was a mm-hmm. helicopter stuck in between between the two towers yep. in a web, and then and then in September the two towers dropped. You know mm-hmm. the trailer dropped in the summer, in the fall the towers dropped, and so then when the movie came out they had to fix it. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, Isn't yeah. It Which, weird that, like nine eleven, I also plays a big part in what happened with how big. Like that was like the perfect movie. Yeah, for, like an an America. Like there's a reason why it had the biggest opening weekend in history mm-hmm. you know and then two years later had the biggest opening weekend yeah. in history with its sequel again and then you know it beat it 
Aquaman starring our boy Vinny Chase, uh, Entourage. Oh yeah, remember that? Uh, yeah. Uh, so okay, so where, so did you? Were you by the time the movie came out? Were you fucking like fucking stoked? Oh like, yeah, this was yeah. definitely one of the movie first movies that because uh, it also came out around the same time that like the internet started was, really and, like yeah. internet movie culture as far as like movie nerddom and just being like, oh, I can't believe they casted Heath Ledger as the Joker type people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Started popping up. You know, uh, even though that was, that like, was a little co- later, but like, for sure, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but like I can remember hearing that Sam Raimi was gonna direct it, and yeah. being like, "Oh, that, and I, I mean, as an Evil Evil Dead Two is like on my short list." I, of- I now I didn't see Evil Dead Two until like in the last few years. I saw Evil One Dead or Evil Dead One when I was like a kid, uh, and liked it, but I was never a big horror guy, so I kind of put it in that box. But fucking Army of Darkness is one of my all-time so favorite movies, fun. and it's yeah, it's yeah. funny and it's good and yeah, it's we'll silly get into and those because those, oh, those yeah. fit the category. And so, and then also, I never under I don't know shit about anything, and so I didn't realize that Darkman was Sam Raimi. Mm-hmm. But Darkman, I loved it when I was a kid. And there's like three or four of them, and they're all really good and eerie and crazy. And yeah. if you watch them now, they're still he the, he's very good at world building. Absolutely, it, that is... It's, like, almost timeless because of its time. The world building is exactly one of the, like, hallmarks of those first two Spider-Man movies is just that everything seems so real. Yeah. Despite the fact you got, like... I mean, all the characters are, like... You know, there's a lot of levels to every single character in there. I mean, especially the villains. Yeah. Willem Dafoe as the Green Goblin. Green Goblin. And, uh, uh, that uh, fella, the English fella, as yeah, Doc Ock. That, yeah. Yeah, those are both great villains, and, mm-hmm. and neither of them are. They're both like the uh, uh, the sad vil- or uh, tragic villains. Tragic, yeah, 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 yeah. Because it's it's more like the villainous part of them is still a representation of them, but it's it's like the bad part of them. Yeah, you know, like the yin and the yang. Uh, the yeah, yeah. yeah the uh, the good with the bad. Yeah, because like the Doc Ock in Spider-Man Two, you know, he's like worldly mm-hmm, and he's mm-hmm. smart, and it's it's also just a tragedy to see how different all of these uh, villains are compared to how they were at the beginning of the movie and stuff. Yeah. I also really enjoyed um, just all the acting around. Like, uh, Tobey Maguire, I thought was great. Uh, I still think that's the his pivotal role. There's oh, a yeah. Move, what's the movie? Pleasantville? You, well, Pleasantville's fantastic. Yeah, man. I didn't even think of that. Where's my dinner? <laughs> What's the one, uh, you know the weird thing about Pleasantville is, when I was a kid, I always thought of it as like a kid's movie. Like, I always assumed it was like oh, a yeah. Disney movie. Uh-uh. And then I watched it a There's few years ago. serious themes Ellen Barkin's fingering herself yeah. in the fucking tub yeah, at yeah. some point. I'm speaking like, holy of, shit. Speaking of serious themes, yeah. the Danny Elfman uh, theme, theme for Spider-Man yeah, real good. is like so good. And it's so, uh, it's just so, it's like cathedralist. Yeah. Almost. Which... Uh, and we're going to get to this in a little bit. All three of those Spider-Man flicks, the Raimi ones, had a fucking... Perfect soundtrack, and uh, that's maybe my department later. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, uh, the thing, okay, so uh, I really enjoy those movies. Now, um, we could talk. I don't know. I don't know. You're, like you're the. I'm gonna let you drive the engine on this one because I feel like you kind of have a little more when we discuss these movies. I feel like you know the knowledge of it, but I have a question for you. Uh, one and two, both really good. What do you think of three? Do you um, dislike it? Do you put it in a different pocket? I, I think I, I, enjoy I, I, have, it. I have a lot to say on three. Go ahead. Um. It's definitely uh, a big example of uh, studios getting in and messing with the director's vision. I see. Because I know, like, uh, Venom was, like, ham-fisted in there. Yeah. Like, the, you know, Sam Raimi didn't want to put Venom in because, I mean, he looks cool, but he's not really that deep of a character. Yeah, it's not that interesting. You know? And, and I'll tell you but what. But Sony's like, 
look at the merchandise we can get if we put Venom in there. Yeah. You know, and everything like that. Because it was originally going to be... That's uh, the same thing that they said about uh, rattlesnakes, by the way. <laughs> they thought, think of all the merchandise if we just put some Venom in these fuckers. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But... Uh, Wait a minute. Do rattlesnakes have Venom? They have uh, yeah. to, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Totally. You know what they say? Party in the back. Wait. Business up front. Party in the back. Business is the Venom. Party is that... <laughs> Or at all back there. All right. Well, can we get away from all this carnage? I fucking really, we can try. That you're you're really sidetracked. We can here. try. But on Spider Man Three, I think, especially if you watch some of the like shitty movie, like that was called a shitty superhero movie when there weren't that many. Yeah. As, especially when you're comparing it to Spider Man One and Two, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. are both like uh, two of the best examples of you know. Th- the genre basically yeah. and they really set the tone for what would become like the modern day blockbuster like, yeah if you think about like the spider-man movies coming out and lord of the rings both coming out at about the same time and, and then you look at uh, what's happened to movies ever since then yeah it's like totally clear that they those two movie series completely changed the landscape they did. of like uh, and you gotta factor in the other thing that was happening at the same time was the fucking prequels the star wars movies were coming oh yeah out. and isn't it interesting when you think back to it that if you think about how strong a uh, like a fucking franchise should be that the star wars movies like if you i i love the prequels and god damn it we've done fun sizes about those and we continue well till we're dead but i mean spoiler the spider-man maybe we yeah. don't know the yeah, spider-man yeah. movies are so much more better and thought out and the prequels, as are the Lord of the Rings oh, movies. Absolutely. But you would think on paper you're like, I'm, just, you're like, I'm giving you Star Wars, or I'm giving you Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, or Spider Man. What is going to be the best? You'd always think Star Wars is going to win that. Again, I, I thoroughly enjoy the MCU. I think I've yeah. only not seen one of their it's movies. The Marvel in the theater. Cinematic Universe. Yeah, yeah. But like, they still have like this whole feel where everything's similar to it. And these two Raimi Spider-Man movies are just like really, yeah. they're really their own thing. And it's really funny to say that because their whole like feel has kind of been co-opted ever since then. Sure. They were, they were so big. And well, it makes good. sense too. It's good. It's like, uh, and I, somebody else made this point first and I'm just kind of taking it, but, uh, uh, or, you know, I, I agree with it is that, uh, the X-Men movies, which I fucking love the X-Men movies. Yeah. Me and you have had some contention yeah, yeah. about that, but, uh, X-Men one pulled a lot of that darkness from like the 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 uh Batman movies from the 90s yeah, and like the Blade, Matrix or the Blade or Matrix yeah and then Spider-Man Sam Raimi's like well, I'm going to do Comes what I want to do like a year and a half yeah. later and it looks like and then but then and then when it came time for the Iron Man and the MCU to start they're like well we're going to fucking pull from the Spider-Man movie so it's kind of great that it's set up like that you know another great thing about uh if we're going to talk some movie nerd talk but uh another great thing about those Raimi Spider-Man movies is everything's in camera you know, oh. like all of your fight scenes for yeah. the most, like so much of it is just like, you know, it's, it's, it's all in camera. It's fucking wires. It's yeah. Like, yeah. You, they have that really cool, uh, shot of him running on the wall, uh, during the Macy Gray parade. The Macy Gray parade. Pretty yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and, and you compare a scene like that, which, so what is that in one or two? One. One. Okay. So you compare that scene. To let's say the uh, Mustafar battle uh, in two thousand in uh, Revenge of the Sith yeah. two thousand five, where it's With, all CG. Yeah, and they're and floating like, around Whoa, on this does not look things, real. Yeah. and it's weird. Yeah. It's heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah. Like even the web slinging. I mean, you know, they have to do some CG because yeah. it's the time and everything, and not mm-hmm. everything. Planet of the Apes. So oh, by the way, you know who did great CG? Garth Brooks, Chris Gaines. Such a good album. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you know who I uh, who had some good CGs. 
Who's that? Uh, C.G. Smith in the Saturday Night Live band. <laughs> oh, pretty good. Pretty <laughs> Hell good. Yeah. Hell uh, yeah. Um, anyways, well. Actually, his face gave me more nightmares. He, yeah, he, it was a weird. He had bad uh, guitar Ben face. Yeah. He looked like uh, Tom, he looked like somebody melted Tom Petty. He <laughs> 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 had that same Telecaster for a while. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, we were talking about Garth Brooks before. Back to Friends in Low Places. Spider-Man. Now, who were his friends? <laughs> we got uh, James Franco. Yeah, yeah. Who really? This kind of launched his ass. You know, this is oh, where totally. he started. And, and well, that and freaks, freaks and, geeks. and geeks. But and so he I, was of his type. He's always been hanging out with freaks and geeks. Yeah. And plus, uh, Franco's really good in that because he's 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 like this outlier where he's like friends with everybody, mm-hmm, but he's mm-hmm. also he's got like a weird creepy edge to him yeah for sure for sure yeah yeah you know this is an outlier the president of the united states he's fucking outlying everywhere you know (laughs) um uh i so here's my thing with the third movie i enjoyed it the third raimi movie um okay literally this is a thomas hayden church is that are we going to church right now yeah we're going to thomas hayden church uh he's literally one of my favorite actors uh also i loved wings but then he played lowell on oh well then you're gonna love the next spider-man because the vulture's in it Oh, okay. Uh, then I also, I literally thought you were going to say Steven Weber, and I almost shit my pants. Uh, you would have to grill me. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> oh, gross. I That's so many fun riffs happening there. <laughs> uh, but, okay, so I loved Lowell, but then also Sideways. Fucking loved Sideways. It's such a good movie. The... And then, hold on, also a big fan of that 70s show, Toe for Grace, and then... He's one of my favorite actors, and he's in this great movie called In Good Company that either came out a little before or a little after Spider-Man 3. So I was so pumped for this movie. I enjoy both of them. I think they do a good job. The whole emo Spider-Man bullshit, follow the fucking story. It makes sense that yeah, he acts totally. like that. I would, I, I would absolutely. It's a nerdy no, fuck going through college. That's what he that, would do. He's a nerdy guy that has no idea what cool is. Yes. And he has an alien costume on him as well mm-hmm, that doesn't mm-hmm. know what cool is, but they're trying to project what cool is. So, of course, it would come off his door. However, the jazz scene goes a little bit long. It, but yeah, the there's strutting, him it, and Haw about it the, all. I was laughing and loving that strutting I part. did, too. It reminds me of one of it reminds me of the- Saturday Night Fever. Well, I was going to say raindrops keep falling on my head. Yeah. Which is one of the, yeah. Like it does. That's one of the best scenes. In, in the movie. in the first one. Um, Second one. Or second one, yeah. He quits yeah. being Spider-Man. I mix Spider-Man. them up so much. It's uh, easy to do that yeah, outside I of watch the villain because they're really like. Well, also, anytime I watch them, if I watch one, I'm going to watch two. They're Yeah, know? exactly. Because they're great uh, contemporary pieces or yeah. whatever. Uh, uh, okay, so what do you oh, know? No. Thomas oh, sorry. Church. Thomas Hayden Church. Sorry, uh, we're back. We're, ch- we're in again, church again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Ned and Stacy. Um, well, anyways, <laughs> Ned. Remember that? Uh, no, he was on a show called Ned and Stacy. I was more of a Dharma and Gray guy. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, well, her name Ned is Dharma, and she's Buddhist, huh? Will How about and that? How about oh, that? doesn't that just fuck your world up? Uh, Will and Grace, Ned and Stacy, Grace and Stacy are the same fucking person. Jenna Elfman, Danny Elfman. <laughs> I dropped the mic. I dropped the mic. Oh so, man, we exploded the new studio. I hope the mics still work. <laughs> Thomas Hayden. Church. Yes. Here we go. A lot of pe- uh, easily one of my favorite parts in the uh, trilogy. Yeah, is uh, when uh, he becomes Sandman. Yeah, it's really sad and it's really great. It's like it's got like a universal monster feel to mm-hmm. it almost, where it's just again that whole like sad because once again the first two had the whole sad. Yeah, uh, the arc of the bad guys and stuff yeah. like that, and where he's got that little locket of his daughter. Yeah, and a hand made of sand, and, and it every- falls through. Yeah, yeah, and he's trying I, to. That's great. The 
the thing that hurt the third Spider-Man the most was just how fucking good the first two are. Yeah, and, and it's, how much it's very shit weird. they had to cram, try yeah. and cram into it. Um, now, okay, so when it comes to the uh, the next line, the Amazing Spider-Mans, uh, what do you, what are you, what are your take? What's your take on Ooh. that, or what do you think of those? Have you seen those? Uh, do you know about them? The first movie I watched, and I was just like pretty blah, and then the second one I didn't like at all. Yeah, the first one is they didn't need to do all the same beats again and then all the stuff that they tried to add to try and make it interesting i didn't give two yeah turds about excuse me. Like, are you saying uh, excuse me because you said turd no no that uh our pre-show pizza was trying oh, to make a return. oh boy that was a good pizza though. yeah yeah anyways uh like the whole peter's parents angle i didn't really care about and i didn't really need to see him being as cool as he was because come on we don't need freaking uh twilight edward 2.0 Andrew Garfield skateboarding. Yeah, trying yeah. To do this, like, well, see, the thing know. that I didn't like was uh, when Peter pe- Peter's parents picked the peck of pickled pepper. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the thing that... Okay, so I was pumped for those movies because I enjoyed the first sep- kind, and I had... Somebody had made this point around the time that The Amazing Spider-Man came out. Everybody was fucking making jokes about, like, we just had these. Why are there new ones? And then somebody pointed out, well, in fucking comic books... Yeah. There's several different Spider-Mans happening all the time, different issues and different books and stuff. So it's like, who the fuck cares? There's different artists put different spins. And the guy that was in charge of Spider-Man, the amazing Spider-Man, was his director, Mark Webb, who'd made a movie called 500 Days of Summer, which I fucking loved. I am emo Peter Parker. You know what I mean? Like, I loved, uh, I love A Garden State. Yeah. Uh, I love uh, uh, In Good Company. And anyway. I loved 500 Days of Summer. And anyway. so I was pumped for these amazing Spider-Man movies. And then they were dog shit i i watched a Amazing little bit Spider-Man of the first one too is absolutely one of the worst uh yeah of all of the modern superhero movies because all it did was it was basically hey here's a two-hour commercial for all the future spider-man movies <laughs> you know that are never gonna happen yeah. because this is gonna suck so bad we're gonna have to sell it to marvel i i watched a little bit of the uh um the first one and I don't mind Andrew Garfield. I think he seems like a great actor. Uh, I fucking love Emma Stone. Got that red hair. You know what I mean? That's well, what I blonde. need. But in real life, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, maybe I didn't get to the part of the movie that she's in. But uh, uh, I really thought I would be. And I was just, I, there was nothing gripping me in it. And I thought it was so weird. Um, it really felt like somebody was forcing. Kind of like, um, I did you ever see the second Kick-Ass movie? Uh, no. But I just could not. I was just like, I, like nothing is pushing well. me. Nothing yeah. is bringing me into this, even though I liked the first one. I love the source material. I'm just not being pulled in. Yeah. You know, that that's what's so funny. Like, the first uh, Raimi Spider-Mans seem to almost effortly just hand you this, like, living, breathing universe. This, this New York City that, like, exists somewhere between, like, the Silver Age comics and, like, mo- the modern, like, world and just, like, this cool like world with real characters and then the other one they're just trying to like cram it down your throat and be like and you know are you are you ready for this mind-blowing uh thing right now i'm, gonna yeah. tell you, I'm just gonna tell you this thing i just figured this out uh our producer Leif, he just texted me this uh fantastic information uh mark webb director of the amazing spider-man mm-hmm. uh prior to directing that he directed the music video for the song Remember Me by Hoobastank, which is on the soundtrack <laughs> to the Sam Raimi Spider-Man. How fucking nutty is that? Uh, that uh, No, that's the reason I was trying to think ah, of. Ah, damn it, yeah. The one with all the birds yeah, flying well, in the at the beginning. Um, he directed this, see, Mark Mark uh, Webb, the director, he directed fucking the video for uh, uh, Are You There by Oleander, Waiting by Green Day. Oh, man, what a bunch uh, of crap. We could do a real, we could, oh, Oleander rules, man. You better watch that fucking tongue. Uh, we should do a music video fun size at some point. Um, 
Is you got any other things you want to touch on on this? I think we, uh, we, I got some cool got our, notes. Uh, I'm go just, ahead and just I'm spit them out sh- there. We got our. I'm just going to shoot and... these out right here. That yeah. I got. Uh, number one. Uh, maybe we can do a drop right after I say this, but uh, the intro music from the 1970s Spider-Man show. Good tune. That yeah. is a good fucking song. Uh huh. Um, what other notes? Now, do I how got did here? that fucking show not get made? How did that not get? Because that was around the same time as the Incredible Hulk TV show. Why didn't? What do you think went wrong there? Do you have maybe any thoughts? A, maybe production wise, it's it a looked lot, like shit. Do you think that's yeah, it? it? It's did a lot like easier shit. to just put a big muscly guy in yeah green and makeup, paint yeah. makeup and have him crush some crates well, as opposed to somebody. Have I mean, he looked like he was putting too much effort into wall crawling. And that's not my Spider-Man. You know, he should look effortlessly when he's You know what they say, if it bleeds, it leads. And if you got Lou Ferrigno, you're going to make dough. <laughs> uh, here's what I thought was cool. The original, you know, the original story for Spider-Man when he gets his powers. It's, yeah, uh, yeah. He, he gets in a wrestling match, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, like in the movies, of course, it was Macho Man Randy Savage. Uh, yeah, Bones, Bones, Bones McGraw. Yeah. Didn't know this, but uh, the original wrestler that he went up against was somebody called Crusher. Hogan. Oh, whoa. And that was before Hulk Hogan, Yeah, that was like in the 60s. Whoa, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Do you think there's any connection? Probably not. Maybe? Probably not. Well, maybe. Maybe he's a fucking comic book fan. Hulk? Hogan? Like, that kind of goes together. I don't know. Google it. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. We'll never know. Listeners, write in and tell us. Uh, Uh, It'll be up to Vern Gagne to let us know about that. Or Andre Dawson, one of the two. (laughs) No, Vern Gagne was the... uh, uh, promoter for the promotion that had, that put Hulk Hogan over. I just assumed Vern Gagne was one of those fucking baseball cards we used to look at a little <laughs> bit ago. Uh, Shave those sideburns. Uh, what else we got here? Oh, uh, Planned Parenthood and Marvel got together to make a comic, a Spider-Man comic book called uh, Spider-Man versus the Prodigy, mm-hmm. which is basically them saying, "Hey." Wrap it up. Yeah, don't yeah, yeah. Be shooting web all over the city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to be yeah. shooting every time you shoot his web. A fucking latex condom would fill it up. Yeah, and then uh, just a couple notes about the yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The nineties cartoon show. I could have really gotten into. Is that the one into. that NPH was the voice of Neil Patrick Harris? No, no, that was the uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. No, no. Well, Sonic the Hedgehog was voiced by uh, Jaleel White. That's what of, I'm thinking. Uh, Family of. Matters. Neil Patrick Harris did do the voice of. Spider-Man in the CG Spider-Man cartoon that was on MTV for a little bit. Okay, after the that's okay. Came yeah, out. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they did get some NPH there. Uh, the you know it's really hard to Google. Like, if I want to try to Google Patrick Hasty comedy, because maybe every single evening I do that to see if I've gotten yeah. famous yet. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Ninety percent of the time, Neil Patrick. If you go on iTunes and search Patrick Hasty comedy or Patrick Hasty, Neil Patrick Harris shit's gonna come up. Huh. It's different names, buddy. Well, at least he's not a dead punter. <laughs> yeah, at least. Right. And then uh, the cartoon uh, kind of noted for having one. Uh, it got canceled on a cliffhanger. Oh, shit. Where, uh, so did Moesha. 
uh so did uh john lithgow yeah yeah by yeah he got canceled by sylvester stallone yeah yeah yeah, yeah. in the movie cliffhanger and uh the pretty lady from uh northern exposure but yeah, uh, Mary Jane was sucked into a uh, vortex. Uh, yeah, yeah, because you couldn't kill people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they have know? to just so get it's like you can't kill vortex. people; they'll just get sucked into a vortex. So that's it. It was the number one. You know uh, that they teamed up with uh, Spider-Man. Teamed up. You know they teamed up with Plum Hair. They also teamed up with a, a tampon company. And uh, in that episode, Mary Jane got sucked into a cotex. Okay. <laughs> Your face. Well, Your face the whole you know, time <laughs> it was so good. Trying to burn through these facts, man. Uh, I have actual facts, yeah. you know, like this one. Judy? I thought it was really cool how, as, when I was a kid, yeah. the uh, spider- I thought it was fucking great when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah, that's why we should do a podcast about us being kids. <laughs> but uh, that they were a connected universe with uh, the X-Men. Oh, yeah. Like the X-Men from the animated show came out and they were on episodes of Spider-Man. Yeah. And uh, Spider-Man's hand. Was in an episode of the X Men. Oh, weird! Yeah, a bunch of shits happening. And he's they whacking off the... Wolverine. No, he <laughs> saved some people during uh, some shit going down in New York. Oh, that's and cool. And they cut to New York in the middle of an X Men's episode, and you can just see Spider Man's hand shooting some. Oh, web. that's fucking cool! Just like the must see must see TV universe. Yeah, yeah. Cosmo Kramer lives in Paul from Mad About You's old apartment. And then uh, they had a lot of good voice actors. Mark Hamill was the Mar- Goblin. Luke Skywalker or the Joker. Too. Yeah. So that's yeah. A, that's a that's a cool thing to note. And uh, what else do I got here? One last thing. There's a number one kid show when it came out. And uh, it's kind of funny. Like, this is one of the whole ideas is, you know, you got to push your toys. Yeah. Push toys. And uh, the they uh, didn't want them to do the story arc with Madam Web because the toy company was like, hey, how am I going to sell these toys to boys? They don't want a toy of some dumb old rod. And that yeah. was like the direct quote where it's like dumb old broad. Oh, that's for great. For the Madam Web and stuff. But That's uh, great. Uh, you know, uh, you're going to push your toys. I think you got to pull your toys in a fucking wagon. Um, <laughs> right. That's great. Right, right. Yeah. So, uh, so, so that's, I mean, we, that's a pretty good 40 some fucking minutes about the Spider-Man, but that's not all. Yeah, yeah, no, we got, uh, we got we, top sixes. We reached and, uh, out to the NFers, the NFers. Uh, our friends, our fans, our Facebook friends, who are, uh, some of them probably don't even know we have a podcast. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we asked them uh, what, um, I, uh, we said, uh, hey folks, uh, we're recording a fun size episode of our podcast. Uh, we're talking about Spider-Man. Uh, what are some of your favorite Spider-Man things? Cartoons, comics, toys, moments from the Raimi, Tobey Maguire movies, moments from the Andrew Garfield movies, uh, favorite bad guys? Uh, let us know in the comments. Uh, and so here's what we got here. Um, uh, friend of the show, fan of the show, real enough <laughs> for Amy Bilancini, whose uh, husband yeah. sent us those fucking cards. She just uh, sent us a provocative gif of James Franco eating some shit. Yeah, uh, but he says so good. So good, yeah. That's, that's a very Franco moment. It is, it is. That's what I'm talking about with that like weirdly off-putting, but he's still like friendly type thing yeah, right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he's got a mouthful of pie and he's like, it's so good. Yeah. Uh, he's a horny fella, I think. I feel like a, he's a horny guy, don't you think? Don't you get the <laughs> impression Franco? that Franco's a horny guy? Well, uh, considering some of the history I've heard about yeah. him and uh, texting 19-year-old girls. Oh, I love learning about Franco history. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, for Oh, here you go. Friend of the show, fan of the show, Alex Carter. Uh, I believe he's on that podcast we mentioned earlier, the uh, uh, Let's, Let's Ruin, Ruin Our Childhood. childhood. Yeah. Uh, he said uh, uh, they got to watch the electric company in elementary school, and it wasn't often... But it was super exciting. Uh, it was even more exciting when it would be an episode with Spider-Man. Uh, he remembers the Spider-Man theme would start and all the kids would lose their minds. So that's, I didn't even know that. 
Did you know that he was there? That Spider Man was on the Electric Company. Uh huh. So that's like two of our worlds mixing it together. We've talked about the Electric Company on an episode with uh, Shalewa Sharp. Think like you'd think they'd have like the Electro Company. Oh yeah, that's or Electra uh, Company like Daredevil. Well, I, I mean, I guess, but well, mine, yeah, mine works yeah, better. You fucking guess. So uh, here we go. We got a uh, friend of the show, fan of the show, uh, is going to be on the show. Or has John been. Field. Uh, he, he's a tour guide in New York City. He is a tour guide. And he'd like to point out that even though he got around swinging on skyscrapers, he lived in Forest Hills, Queens. Maybe. Which meant that if he wanted to save the day, he'd have to hop on the 7 train for 40 minutes. <laughs> That's fantastic. One, uh, thing about, one thing you got to remember, if you hop on the 7 train. Don't hit your head. There you go. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, friend of the show, fan of the show, real and ever. Matt Nedestop, uh, great writer, great stand-up comedian. Uh, he said the Spectacular Spider-Man animated series is one of the best adaptations there is. Now, which one is that? Do you know? The Spectacular Spider-Man? Is that the, the MTV I one? Think it's, uh, no, it's not that one. It's definitely going to be one of the ones that have come out in like the last 10 to 12 yeah, years. Yeah, one of the most like... more... Okay, Which, I like there's that. a whole lot of good. Real I've heard good a lot ones. of good stuff about so many things. Like the, the Justice League yeah, are really the good. Titans the Teen Titans are really good. Uh, the Marvel, uh, the Avengers cartoon. Fall, when I get into that mood, I always fall into watching the Bruce Timm, like yeah. Justice League Unlimited. You know, like the stuff I love that I those. grew up on. Yeah. It, even though I've heard like so many well, of Well, you know, when I really get in the good. mood, I crank <laughs> off my cock. Uh, uh, Jared Dryden here. Yeah. He said, I had a PC three-level demo of the 2001 or 2002 Spider-Man game. He got it in a box of Apple Jacks. It was the shit, he says. Yeah. Whoa. What I don't get, Apple Jacks. Why do you eat that? It doesn't taste like real apples. My friend... But it does taste a lot like real uh, Jacks my, if you eat My those. best friend growing up, Kevin Beamer, uh, he had a... Hold on. The listeners, Reem totally just went into stand-up mode there. Like, you almost you straightened up. You pulled the mic up more. <laughs> You're, like, ready to really deliver something. Yeah, because I'm excited about this story that you're fucking interrupting. <laughs> Anyways, my uh, best friend growing up, Kevin Beamer, he got a Spider-Man cartoon maker that was set in the style of the 90s uh, TV show. Oh, cool. And it was just this program where you can just grab, like, you can make cartoons, Yeah, obviously. So you just grab a thing of Venom and then have him walk in with his weird Venom noise, and then you'd swing Spider-Man in, and then you'd add a couple, like, Batman, like, giant... That like, seems fucking awesome. Yeah, we played the shit out of it. Whew. Yeah. I never I've never even heard of such a thing. Um Oh, this is a good one. Lauren Hope Crass, very funny comedian, friend of the show, fan of the show. She said, uh, Toby climbing up that wall and then did emoji of a st- tongue sticking out, emoji of lips, and an emoji of an eggplant. So that's just a real Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's great. We uh, hey, everyone's horny on this fucking podcast, you know? <laughs> yeah, uh, but you still I, I still if it's not me talking about being horny, I'm still going to go ooh, you, know, you pull to, that neck collar. You, know, if you were wearing was, a hey, shirt. I was raised Catholic, okay? Yeah. Uh Trent Norris. Uh, you know what I you know what I do when I was raised? I beat my cock up. <laughs> okay. Trent Norris here, uh, is a big fan of the Symbiotes, Ooh, uh, yeah. which is like the Venom and Carnage and everything. And he also gave a shout out to the SNES game. I also played it on Genesis, was Maximum Carnage. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Two-player co-op beat em up. Yeah. And then uh, Raj Savaraman, a uh, great comic, friend of the show, fan of the show, ran into him just the other day at the Brooklyn Botanical Gardens. I'm not bragging. I just like to let everybody know that I'm cultured. Um, he just said Maximum Carnage was amazing. Uh, it was also a great series. Uh, so that, you know, we got seconded on that. We got for Ron sure. Kraz now giving a shout out about the uh, 1970s TV show. You were talking about with the with theme that song? Great theme, with that, that we're great hearing. Theme. Yeah, yeah. But he said he took uh, some stuff for show and tell and nobody knew. I'm going to drop the theme in again. Go ahead. Oh, okay. All right. 
Uh, Oni Francis, uh, friend of the show, fan of the show, real NFR, said uh, Spider-Man 2099 is disturbingly underrated. And, ooh, that's a fucking Sarah scary picture. Kennedy says the Joe Perry 90s theme song oh, is yeah. unmatched. Ooh. ooh big words. Fighting words. She obviously hasn't heard this podcast no, yet. No, not yet. And she obviously hasn't heard the 1970s theme song. Uh, friend of the show, fan of the show, uh, your brother, uh, Ryan Ream. He says, uh, I got a comic book subscription from my grandma when I was really young. Uh, now, do you think that's the same? Okay. Uh, and I never really liked Spider-Man all that much. Uh, but in the Spidey comic, I got introduced to the Punisher and Colossus, and I was hooked. Uh, and then I got into X-Men. So thanks to Spider-Man, I got introduced to what I found to be way cooler comics. I'm old. Haha. <laughs> this was way before any good Marvel cartoons. Now, did that rub off? Did you maybe get those Spider-Man or those the comics yeah, yeah, that you were getting the ones into? I want, I so read, because he so, yeah. was discarding that shit, you were picking it up. So look at that. That's yeah, yeah. synergy. And, and Punisher, 90s Punisher yeah. was like so awesome to me yeah. as well. Um, we got uh, Andy Sell, friend of the show, a uh, fan of the show, said uh, Spider-Man Blue by Loeb and Sale is one of my favorite things ever. Now, I don't even, is that a comic book, I assume? Now, John, I don't know. Uh, John Bellancini's talking out about uh, the Ramones did a cover of the Saturday Morning. Yep, Have I remember that. that yeah, 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 yeah. That's, a good, that's the only version that I've ever, that was the version oh, I knew before. The best version is the one that the Asian lady uh, on the subway plays oh with yeah the uh, little sitar or whatever oh whoa i haven't heard that but that sounds fucking from great from the movie they say spy the man oh yeah yeah, yeah. okay, okay. i thought you meant it. like a lady that rides like the l train here in new york was doing it <laughs> i thought it was uh-uh. pretty weird to reference a local um whoa uh, oh, i didn't Andy's- know this mike Mercadal says when aunt may became a herald of galactus it's bananas oh whoa and i didn't know that uh that's uh pretty cool i guess yeah is that her in that yeah. she looks banging you know what i mean like she's pretty hot <laughs> yeah uh andy sell also said the revenge of the sinister six story is great so those are if you're one of the comic listeners definitely go check out those comics that i've recently played uh craven the hunter Ooh, in uh my cable television debut of the special with Brett Davis. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. right. That was a lot of fun. They did a. Uh, Do we got photos of that on our Instagram? Uh, you should, no, we, we'll, we'll we post throw them one up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Here, but uh, that was a lot of fun, and uh, they did a uh, really funny, dumb Spider-Man story. Uh, young. I heard it was a young, dumb, full of cum Spider-Man story. Well, uh, he's a teenager, so you know, if yeah. your Spider-Man's not uh, young, dumb, and full of cum, well, it's an alternate universe Spider-Man. When I was a teenager, I was or Doc Ock. When I was a done, uh, teenager, I was young, dumb, and full of gum because bubblicious. Coming up next, we got Brian Bahi, friend of the show, great show, also has a great podcast called UFOlogy on our same network, Brain Machine. Uh, he said uh, he's got a Spider-Man Christmas ornament that's basically an action figure with hooks to hang on a tree, and it's great and uh, his favorite part of Christmas. So, you know, that's wonderful all season. Uh, friend Josh Shor- Sorrell said... Uh, that he enjoys the Renew Your Vows miniseries, where Sp- Spider-Man, MJ, and their daughter are a team because it's cute and because to hell with all the atro- atrocious editing decisions made by you know, Joe Quesada, which is uh, sucks. edgy. kind of sucks when you go through all of the stuff here, mm-hmm. and not enough people are talking about the Spider-Man soundtracks. Oh, boy, you are. That is yeah. 100% correct. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, now, uh, uh, these soundtracks, uh, I'll tell you this. That's a big part of me. I fucking love them. Uh, Spider-Man 1, the soundtrack. Phenomenal. Now, uh, did you buy a physical copy or just download it off the oh, web? Oh, I had Spider-Man 1 was Napster. Spider-Man 2 CD no. in the Suzuki hey, the whole time. Hold on. Pay attention to Sorry, every word okay, I say. Okay. Okay. Did you did buy I a... download it off the yeah. web? I gotcha. <laughs> I gotcha. Uh, no, I got it from the Green Goblin. And by that, I mean Kazaa. Their logo was green. <laughs> um, you know, he didn't uh, do much with web shooting, but uh, 
You know what who you... does? A lot of those fucking cam girls. They uh, do a lot of web shooting. Whatever. Nobody wanted to hear my Ted Kaczynski joke. <laughs> I guarantee you that at least two people wanted to hear your Ted Kaczynski joke. Uh, here, I'll set it back up. I'll set it no, up no, in some good, fine. some good way. Let me. Think, I was let me setting think. you um, up so we can get to this list. Okay. Uh, well, you know, you know we we got we got eight minutes before yeah. we got to get there's five minutes before this fucker goes longer than be- we ever wanted it, it to be. Before it goes from fun size to king size. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I'm going to tell you. I'm just going to do six through one. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We like to do these lists at the end of this uh-huh. fucker. I'm going to do six. my top six songs from Spider-Man soundtracks. Okay. This is the Raimi films only. I'm not factoring in the other fuckers. Here's the countdown. Okay, uh, hold on. Number hold six. Hold on, hold on. There's a, I can, I just... there's a lot of these I can do. Look at what you're doing. You're pissing off the dog. Uh, uh, we can do, um, uh, there's a lot of that bands that were on the album that we didn't get to do. Atari's we didn't get to do. Uh, we didn't get to do Lost Profits. Oh, we Atari's? Get to, the Atari's. Uh, I never uh, had any of their CDs, but I did have a few of their cartridges. <laughs> <laughs> That's video games. Uh, Alien Ant Farm. Uh, Lost Profits, which do not Google the band The Lost Profits. Definitely do not Google what happened to the lead singer. Um, so I'm going to say number six, Bother by Stone Sour. Local reference, Iowa reference, local jokes get you local work. Uh, number five. Number five. Hate to say I told you so uh, by The Hives. Fucking great song. Oh, we yeah, all know it. Real, real bouncer. It's funny we're talking about this sound. I don't remember any of these songs in the movie. Yeah. I think it's kind of a cheat soundtrack. Also, both, okay, so six and five, uh, Bother and Hate to Say I Told You So, both on the, uh, the Spider-Man 1 soundtrack. Uh, number four, uh, this photograph is proof, I know you know, uh, Take a Mech Sunday. Now, that's that's on the second soundtrack. That's on Spider-Man 2. Now, that's when I first started really getting into Take a Mech Sunday. I had to do that when they didn't put a banana in mine. You had to take it back Sunday? Yeah, to take back the Sunday and be like, yo. Uh, number three uh, is a fantastic song, Undercover by Pete Yorn. This is on the first the Spider-Man 1 soundtrack. Pete Yorn's a fucking brilliant singer-songwriter. Undercover is a great song. I can't believe that it made its way onto a Spider-Man movie because it's too good for that. Uh, number two, we're going straight out, Dashboard Confessional off the second Spider-Man 2 soundtrack, uh, Vindicated, which is probably one of the most popular songs to ever come out of a Spider-Man movie. Uh, you know that song? Uh-uh. I won't even vindicate uh, that choice. I will, however, say that uh, Stone Sour, Bother, was yeah. a really big deal in my circle of friends because mm-hmm. we're... Fucking new metal, yeah, kids, baby. Spl- you know? uh, Slipknot fellers, yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I watched Slipknot for fucking five bucks. <laughs> yeah, when I yeah, was yeah. Fifteen, and they didn't have anybody that's in the band anymore. And for sure, for but, sure. Uh, so it was really weird seeing the ballad that came, the Corey Taylor ballad, yeah. and you're like, Ugh. see, and I was all for it because I was down in Omaha, I was a little further away, so it was fine. And then, of course, coming in number one on my list of the best songs from the Spider-Man soundtracks, we're going with Summer Day by Coconut Records off the Spider-Man 3 soundtrack. Coconut Records, do you know who they are, that is? Uh-uh. Uh, you know Jason Schwartzman, the actor? Rushmore, oh, uh, all those, so. he's in a lot of the Wes Anderson movies. He's, It's just him. Coconut Records is just a solo oh, product of him. I figured it's Coconut so Records good. was something that was made by the professor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, coconut Records is brilliant. Their music you know, is great. Hey, Summer you listen Day. Listen to it on his Coconut Radio. Fantastic song. Now we've got three minutes. What oh, shit. is? Oh, shit. Uh, let's uh, get your top six. Now, what is yours? My top six. I just went with uh, top six favorite things from the uh, uh, Raimi trilogy. Sure, go ahead. Uh, so number six. Number six. I had the Sandman origin. I think we went over that a little Boom. bit. Cool. It's a really cool. Like it's almost the, picture falls to the hand. Yeah. Yeah. Number five. Number five. Bonesaw is ready. Oh, yeah. Hey, Freak Show, I got you for three minutes. Oh, yeah. Playtime. Yeah. Be a man, Hulk. (laughs) Hell, yeah. (laughs) Okay, number four. Uh, Number four, uh, I'm going to call this the greatest casting decision in the history of 
comic book movies. It's J.K. Rawlings as J. Jonah Jameson. J.K. Simmons. Oh, boy. J.K. Rawlings oh, would be the it. greatest casting God damn ever. It. I knew that. I yeah, knew, I know. We were going to do it. I knew I was just J.K. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, pretty oh, good. Hey, uh, number three. Number, number three. Number three. I got to go with uh, Jenna Elfman's score. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dharma? Yeah. She's no, a Buddhist. No, her score was Greg. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. She really, she really she's hooked him. Rich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's rich. Uh, yeah. So number three is uh, Danny Elfman's score. score? Uh, number two? Uh, oh, we didn't even get into this. Willem Dafoe. Oh, yeah. yeah. As Dafoe. Not That's pretty cool. as Willem the friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even yeah, though yeah. act one, he is Willem Dafoe. Quick question. Okay, William Dafoe is who? He's Green Goblin? Yeah. Now, who does... Dennis Leary play in the Amazing Spider-Man's. You know, uh, does he Gwen play Stacy Officer Stacy? But he doesn't play Green, Green Goblin, does he? Uh-uh. Because the they guy, look the, so much the alike. Guy from, uh, the guy from uh, Babe plays uh, Officer Stacy. The fucking pig? No, no, the old guy. You know the you know the pig from Babe had Hogwarts. <laughs> uh, and number one. Hold on, I let, I gotta <laughs> talk about this real quick. This episode's you gone can, to shit. You can rush me through this shit, but I can't rush you. Yo, hold on. I no. got <laughs> Willem <laughs> Dafoe, his scene acting with mm-hmm. the mirror. Oh yeah, when he's doing uh, the Goblin and uh, uh, what does nuts at the same time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Osborne is fucking great. So much of Willem Dafoe and Willem Dafoe acting through that fucking Power Ranger costume. Yeah, is pretty great too. Yeah, really, good. like you, you got to try really hard uh, to with what they were giving him mm-hmm. as far as like that costume. Uh yeah, and I then, uh, I think he's a fantastic villain. Yeah. Number one for me was the subway fight. Oh yeah, yeah. Doc yeah. Ock and uh Peter and when then, he has to pull save everyone at the yeah, oh yeah. boy oh or boy when everybody uh I think it's uh Joey Diaz oh in yeah, there, yeah. And it's like hey you want to get to him you gotta go through me yeah yeah and then like all, everybody, everybody's like I that am Spartacus like, it becomes that yeah, kind yeah, of thing totally. yeah fucking great and um, plus when he's at the front of the uh, train, and yeah. you're like, they're going to rip this poor little Spider-Man in half. They're going to beat this fucker you know? to death. And they got some great, there's so many good, just like quick cut shots mm-hmm. in there, but the webs hitting the side of a building yeah. and then tearing the side off of it as the train oh, is going. Yeah. Anyway. It's, it's great. It's great. It's it's yeah. a fantastic scene and a fantastic movie. Um, totally looking forward to Spider-Man on yeah, Thursday. And, and which, maybe uh, this, this hopefully will light their whistles. We have no idea what to expect. I yeah. loved him in the uh, uh, Civil War. I've heard a lot of good things. Yeah. Uh, I think, he, I think the actor, the kid I, looks good. I love a, I love a Marissa Tomei. She's a babe yeah, and, and I yeah. think she's going to play a great Aunt May. Yeah, yeah. And it uh, looks like they're really like uh, making it more about like high school. For and, sure, like, yeah. And the dual life because that's one of the best parts about Spider-Man is I think Peter Parker is probably the most interesting uh, alter ego of any like superhero yeah. out there. Uh, I'll say this. Uh, uh, oh, well, other than, of course, Garth Brooks and Chris Gaines. Uh, one thing that the Raimi movies did so good is they used, utilized comedians in small roles. Mm-hmm. Uh, Donnell Rollins is in it. Hal Sparks is in it. Asif Manvi is in it. Now, I don't know if The Amazing Spider-Man did this, but in the Bruce new Campbell. one, Bruce we even Campbell? Talk about the Bruce Campbell fantastic. cameos in all three Spider-Man are just fantastic. Um, but it, but what I was uh, I don't know if The Amazing Spider-Man did this comedian cameo, but in the new one, the uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, which comes out today, uh, Hannibal Burris is in it, uh, Donald Glover's in it, uh, I believe there's a few more stand-up comedians in it, so it's like... Maybe that's it. Maybe you gotta uh, fucking inject that goddamn fun in it. You Hell know? yeah! Yeah. So um, go Dennis see it. Dennis Leary, he was in fucking Dennis Leary. Holy You're right. Shit, Maybe dude. that did it. You know. Oh. Um. So th- so there you go. Uh, that's our Spider-Man fun size episode. Uh, follow me at Patrick Hasty. That's happy here. I C K H A S T I E. Follow Reem at Reemcore. 
R-E-A-M-K-O-R-E. Follow the show, The Nostalgia Front, all over the internet. Uh, and, and remember, follow your dreams. Follow your dreams, follow your yeah. heart, follow that bird. And remember, if you're not an NFR, you're an MFR. So, so get, get the, the fuck, fuck out of here. here.